Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You ever see that movie Aliens? Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Well, drop your linen. Uh, I've got a really kick-ass show for you today. I'm going to, one, there was a, uh, you know, a bombshell story. I don't know how to describe it. Let's forget the hyperbole. The story's just amazing. It's by Seymour Hirsch on his Substack, and it's about who exactly blew up that Russian pipeline. Because it's kind of a big deal who blew it up. Because of the whole like potential for like nuclear war and stuff. And then there was another story about biolabs in Ukraine. How are they tied together? Oh, don't go anywhere. Stack show today. Let me get to my sponsors first. LifeLock.com slash Bongino for LifeLock. Identity theft can be a huge Disruption to your life. It happened to me. It was terrible. It took me about six months to get my identity back. Recovering from it uh, depends on two things. The type of identity theft, acting quickly and diligently to resolve the issue. Fraudulent credit card charges may take days to resolve, whereas someone taking out loans or applying for jobs or apartments in your name can take weeks or months to resolve. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, it makes it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name or crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it for you. I have this for everyone in my family, LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% of your first year. Do it today. Don't wait. At LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Do it today. All right, Joseph. Let's go, Daddy. It is Joe's now very excited post about time. Show. Yes, I am. Yes, it is. Joe said to me, these are some good cuts today. Yes, they are. Yeah. So, uh, yes, this is going to tie into yesterday's show. Government lies to us. That, that's not the bombshell breaking news. Government lies. Of course, government lies to us. Really? It, it, that's not the story. The story we ended with yesterday after we covered the State of the Union, it's not that government lies to us. It's that they become so comfortable doing it that when you guys agree, like it's almost a shocker now when the government says anything that's true. Whether right? yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, whether it's COVID, vaccines, masks, domestic terrorist parents. Uh, Spygate, Russia hoax, Nikki Haley's drapes. Don't laugh. Look it up. Hillary Clinton's emails, Russian pipelines, biolabs in Ukraine, Zelensky, Ukraine war, the impeachment. You start to wonder, like, when does the government, media, big tech symbiote ever tell you the truth? It's like second nature. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. It's. No, it's first nature. It's not even second oh, nature. Man. It's for it's like it's first nature. They these mother never tell you the truth ever. Now I have this theory I've been pitching for a long time. You guys can vouch for me on this. That whatever the fact checkers who have become a representative for all these people, government, big tech, the fact checkers are used to silence anyone who tells you the truth. Whenever they tell you a major story is false, you sadly. I do mean sadly, I'd like to hear the truth from actual fact checkers, right? You're almost guaranteed the story's true. I'm going to show you what I mean today with this bombshell story. But first, um, governments now, again, as I said, openly, comfortably lying to you using search, Google, search engines, social media, and fact checkers to hide their just endemic now corruption. You have been bought and sold. China owns us. You have been entirely sold out. 
They lied to us about the balloon and all of that other stuff I told you before. So Biden, this is this is really fascinating. He gives an interesting interview yesterday and he's asked about this China balloon situation where he let this spy balloon traverse the entire country and our military facilities and did absolutely nothing about it. They never told anyone. And then they uh, hit the thing with an F-22 Sidewinder missile when it was out over South Carolina after it had already gotten all the information. So he's asked about it. And he said, folks, there's nothing better than when Biden gives up the whole story and slips. And he's too stupid to realize he even slipped. Take a listen to what he said about this. The idea that there was a dereliction of duty, is, I think, is a, is a, bizarre, a bizarre notion. China knows exactly that what the deal is with us. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> this is what Joe was talking about. Joe's like, dude, you got some interesting clips. He just gave up the whole game. What did I tell you yesterday on my show on my Fox show Saturday night? That the China balloon story is only a story because it's not a story. They've been doing it forever. And Biden just slipped. Hey, uh, you didn't shoot this thing down sooner. Uh, you know, was that bad judgment on your part? They ask him. No, no, no. Don't worry. China knows. Yeah, yeah. China knows. China knows they've been spying on us. We know China knows. And China knows we know and we'll do nothing about it. That's the story. Here, here's another one right here. Daily Caller. In the news, do not miss the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It'll be important later. Here's how much U.S. farmland has been bought up by China. Oh, they note in the piece that uh, they bought up the farmland near land used for military facilities. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's fascinating. Sure, nobody knew about that. Joe, it's not like real estate deals to create a paperwork trail, right? I mean, you bought your yeah. house on like a grocery store receipt, right? Someone just signed it. Thanks, yeah. Joe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how it, how it went down. It's <laughs> no paper trail. It's not that anybody no. knew about this. But Joe Biden just told us, gosh, I don't want to be right all the time. You are months <laughs> ahead of the news cycle here. China knows, Joe Biden said. Yeah, of course they know. They've been doing it forever. Then I said to you yesterday that the UFO leak from the Pentagon, when it first came out, Joe, me, I'm not saying alien life does not exist. I don't know that. I'm incapable if I haven't traveled the entire universe. I'm simply suggesting you that the government's version of alien life and UFOs is a lie and is a head fake. The UFO story, as we showed yesterday in that Holman Jenkins piece, was clearly an effort to get you off the China's spying on us trail with drones they've been using around military facilities. And look at this shocker. Story comes out yesterday, Daily Caller. Past Chinese spy balloons were classified as UFOs, officials say. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming. Get me the nitroglycerin pill. Gosh, I'm stunned. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> Again, kind of sounds like something we told you, right? So now that we've established firmly that the government will lie to you about everything, the latest incidents of lying is the UFO balloon surveillance story. And we also established that Biden's too stupid to cover up anything, as I'll show you again in a few minutes, because he just admits it when he talks. Yeah, China knows. Yeah, of course China knows. They've been doing this forever and they know we know. They know, we know, they know, we know, and they know we'll do nothing about it. I want to dig in now. It's going to get heavy. Grab your britches, folks. This is going to be a good one. I'm going to use these two stories to demonstrate how the symbiote works. Now, what I call the symbiote, if you're a regular listener to the show, you probably know already, but I'll explain again for new folks who are here. Symbiote is like, if you ever read comic books, that Eddie Brock Venom character in the Spider-Man series. It's this alien life form that takes over this human being's body and they work together symbiotically to 
fight crime and then fight themselves. And it's like an anti-hero venom, right? Well, the government does this too. It has a symbiote too. They work together to increase each other's power. It has a couple of symbiotes. Google and search engines, social media companies, fact checkers, and deep state bureaucrats. It's a symbiote. It's one big functioning organism that exists solely to protect the fact that people like Biden covering up for China's spying are completely sold out to China through his son, Hunter Biden already. Now, why would the deep state symbiote cover that up? Because they're all in bed with China and they don't want their grift to be given up either. That's, it's, it's, no more, it's no more complicated than that. China pays them off somehow. Business access, money in some cases, diamonds, art sales. They don't want to give up the money. So they cover all this up. They cover up everything. And the symbiote works together to make stories that make the regime look bad go away. It was an absolute bombshell yesterday by Seymour Hirsch, which I'm going to get to in a second at Substack, about who blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and the, what happened and how they attacked the truth tellers in that story is a perfect example of how the symbiote works. Let me just address this again. This is from yesterday. The Holman Jenkins story. This is the third screenshot from yesterday where he addresses the second part of his story about how the government apparently can't find truth anymore and has become so adept at using false information to solve problems. In other words, the government has a problem. They have to hide that we've been sold out to China, okay? So rather than tell people the truth, the Hunter Biden laptops really been sold out to China, what they do is they use lies. And he goes into a number of examples here, Holman Jenkins. I suggest you read the piece, the Steele dossier. He mentions the UFO thing too. This is what the government does. As Joe said, it's just second nature to them. They just lie all the time now about everything. Do not trust anything they say. Matter of fact, read what they say and you'll know the opposite is true. Remember when the Nord Stream 2 pipeline was uh, sabotaged? An explosive device went off. The Nord Stream 2 pipeline, pipeline goes from Russia to Germany. The reason the Nord Stream 2 pipeline was so strategically relevant, especially given the Ukraine crisis going on now, is because other pipelines traveled from Russia through Ukraine and sent their natural gas to Europe through, new, through Ukraine. Ukraine got transit fees and got money from that. And also Ukraine, obviously, given that the pipeline was on their land, could have sabotaged the pipeline. The Russians didn't like that. So they built a pipeline under the Baltic Sea called Nord Stream 2 that went right to Germany to bypass Ukraine to say, middle finger to Ukraine, look, we're going to sell this stuff direct. Now, Donald Trump didn't like the Nord Stream pipeline. Matter of fact, he spoke out against it often because it gave the Russians a strategic advantage in the energy space. Now, Joe Biden, interestingly enough, and their team saw Nord Stream as a threat too. They saw it as a threat multiple times. That's a fact. So when the Nord Stream pipeline was bombed, we had said on the show months ago when it happened, again, you're weeks ahead of the action, if not months, why would the Russians do it? Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we, we talked to a lot of people, and I'm not going to pretend there's some like deep clandestine sources that were underseas divers that did it themselves. But I talked to a number of people with experience in the intel, Justice, Intel, uh, Intel, Justice and Law Enforcement Space, who said, it makes no freaking sense. Why would the Russians blow up their own pipeline? What did the Russians get out of it? Oh, well, they could say the U.S. did it and bomb us. 
Well, they could just bomb us anyway. Why? It didn't make sense. Now, if they're doing this in our name and we pay for our taxpayer dollars, with our taxpayer dollars for our military, then I think we're entitled to know what's going on. Or if you're going to leave it quiet, leave it quiet and at least don't lie to us when we suggest, hey, we may have been involved in this. You get my point, folks? I get I don't need to know everything. Dan Bongino doesn't need to be briefed on every single classified situation. I'm not even, that would be hilariously stupid to suggest. I'm simply suggesting that me as an opinion guy, when I look at the situation that's now public, everybody knew it was bombed, it wasn't a secret. And I say, hey, listen, because this could escalate into World War III, I think we may have had a role in this, that maybe just shut the, and don't attack me as a conspiracy theorist when I'm right. Well, it appears from this Seymour Hersh piece that I may have been right. A bombshell substack called How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. This thing set the internet on freaking fire yesterday. He notes the New York Times called it a mystery, but the United States executed a covert sea operation that was kept secret until now. How did they do it? Well, according to Hirsch and his sources, last June, Navy divers operated under the cover of a widely publicized NATO exercise, Baltops 22. They planted remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. Holy. Really? As I said, it was pretty obvious we did it, but we're at least involved in it from the start. You don't need to confirm that to me, our military. You owe me nothing. But I would really deeply appreciate it that if we discussed it, given the fact that it's kind of important towards fending off nuclear Armageddon, that you don't attack me as a conspiracy theorist. But they just can't stop. Oh, this piece gets better. Apparently, in order to hide this operation, which is questionable ethically at best, from members of Congress, which, Joe, how many branches of government do we have? Three, I thought, right? Is it four, three? Three, Maybe last six? time I checked, yeah. Three. yeah. But, Gabe, can you, it's three, three branches? Oh, so the, oh, so the president's not the, oh, there's, okay, that's good. Yeah. So there is another branch of government called uh, Congress, Congress encompassing the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives. So Congress is supposed to know about these covert operations, but the Biden administration, of course, because they make their own rules and make it up as they go along. The Biden administration said, ah, screw that stuff. Here's what we're going to do. This is where the Hirsch article gets fascinating. So apparently they wanted to use these Navy divers. Navy, which, by the way, incredibly talented. So hat tip to you. Yeah, man. But, oh my gosh. I mean, these operations. But the divers were Navy only, Hirsch notes. Why does that matter? They were not members of American Special Op- American Special Operations Command, whose covert operations must be reported to Congress and briefed in advance to Senate and House leadership called the Gang of Eight. The Biden administration was doing everything possible to avoid leaks as the planning took place in 2021 into the first months of 2022. They were. They were doing everything to avoid leaks. That's kind of interesting. So do you get what they're doing here? If they would have used SOCOM, any special operations branch, our SEALs, these underwater divers, rather than uh, traditional Navy divers, they would have had to report it. So they didn't want to report it because the Biden administration are sleazy slime balls and they want to do everything outside of the, the rules, so to say, and protocols. So they're saying, oh, we wanted to avoid leaks. That's really strange because do you remember when Joe Biden 
right before the Ukraine invasion, publicly said this. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Joe, they wanted to keep it a secret. Wow. <laughs> it's like saying, um, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's, you know, you got to play this for Super Bowls this Sunday. So obviously you want your, your, your offensive game plan to be kept secret from the opposing team's defense. <laughs> so it's like discussing your first 21 plays on TV a week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then going, we need to keep this secret, folks. So um, <laughs> Joe's not really good. Uh, Arma, not Armacos, uh, Biden that is. Joe is very good at keeping secret. Joe uh, Biden is not. So why do you say that? And then I'm like, gosh, this Seymour Hirsch piece just nails it. Now it makes a world of sense. Part three, Seymour Hersh's piece. I got to give the Biden team credit for this one. They are sleazeballs, but they're good sleazeballs. Like they're really good at being sleazy. Hersh notes that the plan to blow up Nord Stream was suddenly downgraded from a covert operation, as we discussed before, requiring Congress be informed to one that was deemed a highly classified intelligence operation with U.S. military support. Oh, under the law, the source told Seymour Hersh, there was no longer a legal requirement to report the operation to Congress. All they had to do now is just do it. But it still had to be secret because the Russians have superlative surveillance of the Baltic Sea. Now it makes perfect sense. You picking up what Hirsch is putting down? Biden probably said that on purpose, folks. Long before they blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Why? So that they could go to Congress. It wasn't covert. We already said it out in the public what we were going to do. Again, they're sleazeballs. But they're really good at being sleazeballs. The Hirsch piece, folks, is amazing. It's in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. I can't recommend in strong enough terms that you read it. He goes into exactly that. How Biden's leak of, which stunned the media that he would say this promising that we have ways to take out a key strategic pipeline that connects to our one of our international partners, Germany. Remember, Russia was on one side, but Germany was on the other. Why would he say that? Now you know. So he could, in a sleazeball way, not inform Congress of an operation that could set off World War III. I want to get to another piece of video here. It's going to make a lot of sense now, too, and how the deep state goes after people like me who tell you the truth. Do you remember when Tony Blinken publicly stated after the uh, detonation of the explosives on the Nord Stream pipeline that it was a, quote, tremendous opportunity? You're like, Dan, I heard that video on your show along with the prior Biden one months ago when you suggested we had a role in this. I did. And then I was called a conspiracy theorist and a kook and fact checkers attacked my Facebook page. I'm going to play that for you again. Now it'll make even more sense how not only do they do what they do, not notify Congress. When people like us figure it out, they attack us rather than just shutting them up. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride. From pandemic to inflation, I'm sure you could use a break. Innovation refunds can help. 
If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? You go to getrefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned to get a load of this. $1 billion to businesses. They can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front. Simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to getrefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to getrefunds.com. That's getrefunds.com. Thanks, getrefunds.com. We appreciate it. So, uh, and just a quick note, about, by the way, a lot of you have been asking about my, my, my health. I don't want to distract it all. I'm not going to make any of the show about me anymore. I promise you I'm doing okay. I, I know my hand looks bad, but I've had tons of people look at it. I had my physical therapist, Nick, here yesterday. He's doing a great job. I promise I'm okay. I deeply appreciate it. I just don't want you to waste any of your time concerned about me. There are important things going on. So thank you. So we covered this audio clip on my show. And again, we were called crazed conspiracy theorists and nutbags and total nut jobs for suggesting that when our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, suggested that the detonation of the Nord Stream pipeline and the explosion was a tremendous opportunity, Joe, that that may be a wink and a nod that we had something to do. We were called lunatics. So here, why don't you just listen to that again? Check this out. This is also a tremendous opportunity. It's a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy and thus to take away from Vladimir Putin the weaponization of energy as a means of advancing uh, his uh, imperial designs. Uh, that's very significant. And that offers tremendous um, strategic opportunity for, um, for the years to come. But meanwhile... We're determined to do everything we possibly can uh, to make sure that the consequences of all of this are not borne by citizens in our countries or, for that matter, around the world. Now, again, we aired that and said, well, that's kind of uh, that's kind of suspicious. I, I play the clip, but it's just stupid. Hey, look, we are, you, if you, let, you can go let, watch the show. Just go back to the and look. You can see it yourself. We said, well, that's kind of really weird. That uh, we would say that after Biden suggested he had a plan, he promises actually, Joe, he had a plan to do this. It happened. After it happened, it was called a tremendous opportunity. And people like me were like, A, B, C, that that means we probably had a role. And of course, what happened? The attacks on me and others. A couple things first, though. The Wall Street Journal put out, now, now I want you to pay attention to the misdirection. So now we've pretty clearly established that it, although the Hirsch, I'm still waiting to confirm Hirsch's story. He has a source there, and I think it's only fair. But the story's a bombshell. If his source is accurate, and we did this, this is one of the biggest stories of our time. Now I want you to watch. We've established we likely had a role in this. I want you to watch the misdirection, how they do the shiny red object thing. Look here. Here's a tweet from the Wall Street Journal about NATO and the EU claiming there was going to be a harsh response, Joe, to the sabotage of the pipeline. Oh, really? Huh. What are they going to do? Attack us? I don't. We in NATO? We in NATO, guys? Oh, oh, we are in NATO. Yeah, bro. Oh, gosh, it's so weird. NATO was going to attack NATO or something. So, of course, the Politifact and others had to get involved because it's the symbiote. It's the deep state, international organizations, NATO bureaucrats. 
government, media, social media, Google, the symbiote, they all lie to you. Look, squirrel. Now, what do I always tell you about PolitiFact? Here's the hilarious Sierra O'Rourke, a joke of a human being. Of course, probably doesn't even realize she's a useful idiot for the deep state. There's our good friend Sierra, who wrote this wonderful piece of PolitiFact. Anthony Blinken confesses that Biden is responsible for the Nord Stream pipeline leaks. False! Notice what they do here. Let me tell you how Sierra and the morons at PolitiFact work. They're useful idiots for the regime. And believe me, I use that word regime very deliberately. They're part of the symbiote, the censorship Soviet symbiote. So because they knew I was right, that we likely had a role in this, Facebook had to stop me from speaking on their platform. So because Facebook doesn't want to do it directly, Facebook outsources their work to morons like Sierra O'Rourke and PolitiFact. They then pick out something someone said like, Blinken admitted it, which, no, he didn't admit it, but he hinted at it, okay? He hinted that it was an opportunity, indicating, yes, we may have had some role in it. How else would you interpret that? They picked that one thing out, and then it gets caught up in what Facebook calls an algorithm. It's really Facebook's way of saying, thank you, PolitiFact, for making this story go away and censoring Dan Bongino. Anyone then who mentions the pipeline story got censored on Facebook like me. We got censored for that, for telling you the truth. You see how the symbiote works? Proving my point again, that what PolitiFact and these other goons tell you is fake. If it's a major story, it's almost always the dipsy-doo flipperoo. It's almost always true. Oh, nearly every single time. Now, here's where this story, <laughs> this is where this story gets crazy. Do you remember uh, PP tape hoaxer, Russian collusion hoaxer, Victoria Newland? Victoria Newland has been an Obama, Biden, Hillary Clinton ass kisser for the last two decades. Pretty much every major Democratic scandal of the last two decades involves Victoria Newland. She was knee deep in the Russian collusion hoax. We, I don't have time to go over that whole thing today, but you can just put it in a search engine. It's in my books. You can read about it. She is knee deep in this thing, Victoria Newland. Victoria Newland is as insider a bureaucrat as there's ever been in the government. It's interesting because even Victoria Newland, who is as in the know as you're going to get, again, a, 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 a grand dame of the symbiote, the misdirection symbiote. She said this in January of 2022. State Department vows Nord Stream 2 will be a hunk of metal at the bottom of the ocean if Russia invades Ukraine. Who said that? Victoria Newland. So now we've got Tony Blinken calling the explosion of the pipeline, the bombing of the pipeline, a tremendous opportunity. We got Biden promising the press he had a plan to take the pipeline out. And we've got Victoria Newland, PP hoaxer, saying way before it happened that if Russia invades Ukraine, that it will be a hunk of metal at the bottom of the ocean, the same pipeline. And yet I was censored for telling you, Joe, I don't know, that kind of sounds like we may have had a role in this. It's just, you know, what we haven't yeah. used this in a while, Joe. In some limited circles, they call that a clue. A clue, buddy. Now, showing that it seems to be a bipartisan mess here. Here's a rather interesting exchange uh, with Marco Rubio, senator from here in Florida. 
Marco Rubio was on CNN, despite the overwhelming evidence we had a role in this. He doesn't have to say anything. But I want you to listen to the end where Rubio is pretty sure Russia bombed their own pipeline, which is super weird. See how this works? Take a listen. Does the U.S. have evidence that Russia is responsible? Well, I'm not going to comment on whatever intelligence products they've produced or had. I think logic and common sense will tell you that these things don't blow up on their own, especially in strategic and key points. Someone has to know where the vulnerabilities are, and someone has to have the capability to go down there and do it. So there's only a handful of countries mm -hmm. that do. I doubt very seriously that the Chinese are involved in it, although I'm not a fan of the Chinese Communist Party. I wouldn't go as far as to accuse them of doing that. I think mm -hmm. it's pretty clear. Someone did this, and the only people in that region who have both the motive and the capability to have done it are Russian or Russian forces. So um, I think for me, it's not an intelligence matter yeah. at this point. It's a common sense matter. Really? It's common sense? Does that sound like common sense to you, Guy? No, Joe, what about you, bud? Yeah, sounds, common sense? Sounds weird. So you've got Victoria Newland peepee hoaxer, decades-long swamp rodent, with a stench of the swamp like you've never seen, saying, hey, man, Russia invades Ukraine. That pipeline is going to be a hunk of metal. We got Joe Biden going, I promise you we got a plan to take out that pipeline. We've got our Secretary of State, after we take out the pipeline, going, wow, it's a tremendous opportunity. And yeah, Russia did it. And if we dared to claim otherwise, we were definitely Russian bots working for RT and the Russians. A hundred percent. It's common sense, guys. I need you to hold that thought about the whole Rubio thing for a second and Victoria Newland. Oh, hold that thought. Because this gets even better. This isn't the only story showing you how the symbiote works to do the, hey, look, squirrel. In honor of Valentine's Day this month, let's talk about all the things that factor into finding the right person to be in a relationship with. Could be their personality, or maybe they have a great sense of humor. Perhaps they are someone you can truly trust or someone you have special chemistry with. Too bad there's not some sort of technology that can easily find the right person for you. But if you're hiring, there is technology that can quickly help you find the right person for your open role. ZipRecruiter and their matching technology. It's amazing. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. ZipRecruiter uses smart matching technology to identify the most qualified people for a wide range of roles. If you see the one, ZipRecruiter makes it easy to send them a personal invite so they're more likely to apply to your job. Find candidates you're crazy about with ZipRecruiter. Employers love ZipRecruiter. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Again, go today. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thanks, ZipRecruiter. We appreciate it. Okay, I want you to hold that thought because, again, that Rubio exchange there is another example of how the symbiote works. Now, uh, I said to you before, to be fair to Rubio and his team, because I, unlike the left-wing media, I refuse to give you slanted coverage, it's clear based on the Hirsch reporting that the President of the United States, against protocol, hid this from Congress, the Senate included. So Rubio might not have known that we may have had a role in the Nord Stream pipeline. I say may because the Hirsch reporting hasn't been fully confirmed yet, right? But for Rubio to jump to the conclusion that the Russians did it, you know, everything's always Russia all the time. You know, Russia's not our friend. I think that's fairly obvious. Russia is Russia's friend only. But it seems to me, again, like an excuse 
to not tell people the truth and just kind of gin up this impulse to want to fight every country on planet Earth. I don't like it. So I told you about Victoria Newland, right? I want you to watch this exchange because we're going to move on to a second story. Remember the Biolab story? Just like the Nord Stream story. We got out ahead of that one too. We got out ahead of that one and said, gosh, there were bio research facilities in Ukraine. That seems kind of like a big story given that bio research facilities in Wuhan unleashed COVID. Because if those facilities were taken over by Russian forces and have some kind of dangerous pathogen, I'd really want to know about that. You, Joe? Be kind of good to know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Russians, yeah. Kind of yeah. I mean, we've only been through this little COVID. You remember it? You heard of that? COVID? Remember that thing? A couple of people got, a, you know, sick? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Here's an interesting exchange between, you guessed it, Victoria Newland, pee hoaxer, deep stater, and Marco Rubio again, where Victoria Newland is asked about, hey, are there bio labs in Ukraine? Because when I covered this story along with Tucker, we were called conspiracy theorists and nuts, and I was censored on Facebook yet again. Yet it's really strange because just like I used the Tony Blinken and Biden clips to tell you that we probably had a role in blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, I used Victoria Newland's own words to tell you that we had bio labs in Ukraine because the craziest thing happened, Joe. She actually said it and she told it to who? Crazy Marco Rubio. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Probably is classic Russian technique. They're quite good at disinformation and misinformation. But you see how Rubio almost kind of teased the question up? The bunt? So if there's a release of a deadly pathogen that could potentially come from a biolab facility, we may have had a role in funding. The Russians definitely did it. No matter what, the, Rubio's already convinced. You see how newly, oh, yeah, newly, oh yes, yes. Thank you, Senator. Definitely the, the Russians did it. Which they probably would. But they're convinced it happened. Just like Rubio was convinced Russia bombed the pipeline. Now, hat tip to the great reporters at the National Pulse, Raheem Kassam and Natalie Winters, who we hat tipped when they blew the doors off this story. And of course they were called what fellas when they blew the doors off the biolab story. What do you think they were called? <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> they, were, they were, everybody was fact checked. Stories were wiped out. They had three stories on this. Why would the United States government that lies to us about everything, UFOs, spy balloons, pee pee hoaxes, drapes in Nikki Haley's apartment. Why would they lie to us about biolabs in Ukraine? 
Well, maybe, just maybe, because our goon hack of a president, who's in bed with the Chinese Communist Party, Ukraine, and just about any other country his son did business. What if his son and a business he was associated with was associated with biolabs in Ukraine? No! No, no, that, that can't be. These articles are all in our newsletter, backed up by sound, solid reporting. You know what? Before we get to them, let me get to my last part. I'm going to run straight through this because you're going to see it again. How whenever the truth is exposed, they don't just shut up and leave it alone. They go on attack because your government lies to you about everything. Folks, this Valentine's Day, fall in love with flavor when you save on delectable dishes and tantalizing taste from Omaha Steaks with their love at first bite sale. It's a perfect time to celebrate your better half and bring the steakhouse experience home for Valentine's Day. The food's delicious. I was a customer with Omaha Steaks long before they were a sponsor. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of delicious gourmet foods from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. Every bite's guaranteed to be perfect and is backed by the 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get $30 off your order. No one comes close to matching the deliciousness, tenderness, flavor, and value of Omaha Steaks. They're a family favorite here. Order today. Share a special meal with your special someone. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout and get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. So, again, National Pulse blew the doors off this story after uh, Rubio and Newland were convinced that if there was some bioweapons lab in Ukraine it was released, the Russians definitely did it. And wouldn't it be weird if Biden was covering up bio labs in Ukraine because his son may have had a role and a company he was involved may have had a role in? Exclusive National Pulse. Hunter Biden biofirm partnered with Ukrainian researchers to isolate deadly pathogens using funds from Obama's defense department. <laughs> guys, guys, gents, you can't. This is like the worst Jason Bourne novel ever. This is like bizarro Jason Bourne. It's like Schmation Shorn, like this stupid. This is how dumb Hunter Biden and his crew was. Everything has a paper trail. And with the paper trail, it's all on his email in a digital trail, on his computer in a computer trail that this idiot left at a, at a freaking computer store. Natalie Winters, this is, by the way, look at the date in this article. March of 2022. We covered it when it broke. It's only a massive story. And again, we were censored. She notes in July of 2021, they reported exclusively the connection between Metabiota, Hunter Biden, and the pandemic-linked EcoHealth Alliance, which worked closely with Dr. Fauci's National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the notorious Wuhan Laboratory. You... Oh my gosh, you can't make this up. So a firm associated with Hunter Biden is involved in a funding vehicle for a bio labs, bio company that's working on bio labs in Ukraine. That's also involved with Fauci and uh, see how the symbiote works. Oh, this story gets even better. So that's the Hunter Biden angle on it. There's an Obama angle too. Oh yeah. Here's another Natalie Winters exclusive. I'm sure she'll be called the conspiracy theorist again. Again, look at the date. It's only March of 2022. We covered this story too. Exclusive deleted web pages deleted. 
deleted. Why would the government delete web pages? Because they're the government. They lie to you about everything. Deleted web pages show Barack Obama led an effort to build a Ukraine-based biolab handling, quote, especially dangerous pathogens. <laughs> Wouldn't it be really weird if people associated with Hunter Biden had lobbied the Obama Defense Department led by Chuck Hagel to establish those labs? Turns out that's what some of the evidence on the computer may suggest. Gosh, this is so crazy. Here's another just glorious angle. Hunter Biden invested in a pandemic firm collaborating with Peter Daszak's EcoHealth and the Wuhan lab. By who? Natalie Winters again. This is June of 2021. Remember Rosemont Seneca? An investment firm Hunter yeah, Biden was associated yeah, yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've heard of them, yes. right? Well, here's what's really bananas. They were a lead financial backer of Metabiota, a pandemic tracking and response firm that's partnered with DashX EcoHealth Alliance and the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Also, the company later written about by the National Pulse associated with these Ukrainian biolabs. It's almost as if they left like a breadcrumb trail. This is Schmation Shorn. <laughs> I think he said it right. I'm telling you, he's a man of few words. He's like, I, I, I can't. I can't. What, what part can't you believe that? They were st this stupid? Or, I mean, really, I. Yeah, yeah, he said that it, the, the, the balls of the temerity of them to do it? I, you're right. I, I don't know the angle that's worse. Now, Tucker Carlson exposed this story on his show, along with Natalie Winters and us who covered Winters and National Pulse's reporting, right? Tucker exposed this story on his show and, of course, was immediately savaged by morons in the press. I'll show you that in a minute because the symbiote has to attack the media, Google, social media, and fact checkers have to attack immediately because the government lies and they, that's the protection operation, right? They're the bouncers for the government. Tucker exposed this on his show and he was absolutely savaged. Here's a quick look at the segment he was savaged about. Take a listen. So for months now, we've been reading mentions on the Internet of U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine, and we have not taken the bait. We did not do a single segment on this. We didn't even really follow up on the story. It seemed way too unlikely. The last thing we want to do is repeat information that's incorrect or traffic in legitimate conspiracy theories. And those are real, actually. So we didn't do any story about that until the day that the Undersecretary of State, Toria Newland, who was in charge of the war in Ukraine, told a Senate committee that actually there are U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine. And what's in those biolabs is so dangerous, she's terrified it'll fall into Russian hands. So that got us asking in public, what? Why is the U.S. government funding some kind of biological research in Ukraine? What is it for? We were immediately shouted down, you can't ask that question, but we can because we're American citizens. It's our money. It's being done in our name. And so we would like to know. The Biden administration, of course, didn't answer. We found out from a separate source the obvious, which is some of these are bioweapons, of course. Now we know more. Over this weekend, this show obtained a number of documents from a former high-ranking U.S. official that show the U.S. government through the Pentagon did, in fact, fund research into deadly pathogens in Ukraine. According to one of the documents sometime between 2007 and 2008, quite some time ago, the Pentagon approved the development of a, quote, multi-pathogen mapping project to, among other things, quote, take molecular fingerprinting of pathogens endemic to Ukraine and strain transfer. He went on to ask a few pretty simple questions, Joe, in that segment, because the Defense Department, using their stenographers, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
immediately came out and said, oh, no, no, these aren't bio labs. They're bio research facilities playing the a-hole euphemisms game. And they said, it's just a way to get rid of Soviet-era bioweapons. So uh, the Soviet Union, yeah. that ended a little while ago, right? I'm just, yeah. was it like last week? It was kind of like decades ago, right? Like Reagan, Bush era, when it started to collapse and ultimately fell. I'm just- It's been a while, You're bro. like Bush- yeah. It's been a while. No, no, HW. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. It's That's really while, strange. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Soviet era bioweapons now. And then Tucker brings up another interesting point later saying, well, and, and the reason we had these facilities, because we were afraid the Russians would get a hand on these bioweapons. Bioweapons we were funding. And why would the Russians need to get them if they already had them? They were Soviet era bioweapons. I, I, That's a little confusing. Huh? It's almost like the Defense Department is lying to you again, kind of like about the UFO thing. Nah, nah, no way. Never going to happen. Now again, just like the first story, tying it all together, watch the shiny red object. Watch the misdirection now. The symbiote automatically, the agitprop lying Soviet scumbags, jump right into action to stop people like me, Tucker, Natalie, Raheem, anyone else from telling you the real story. Here's Glenn Kessler, noted Washington Post fibber and fairy tale teller. The truth about Hunter Biden and Ukrainian biolabs. Reciting exactly Defense Department talking points because he's a stenographer for the symbiote and giving this story a false rating. What are you, four Pinocchios or something like that? Jumps right in a, immediately, right into action. So I did, I always like to take screenshots from my phone to show you how it's not just the Washington Post and media and fact checkers who were involved in the misdirection symbiote, never tr always lying to you and covering for government lies. It's crazy that the press that's constitutionally protected to expose government lies uses their constitutional protection to reinforce government. Isn't that crazy? So here's again another screenshot from my phone. I always leave the little picture of me in the corner in case you think I'm making that up. I logged into a Google account, right? That's me with my daughter. She was singing at the, uh, that's at my uh, congressional run. Google, always go to the left-wing Soviet account to show you how they contribute to this. I put in Ukraine Biolabs. Glad I dispelled all that right. It was early in the morning. That's my phone. And look at the first story that comes up. So crazy. Government-sponsored NPR. How the false Russia biolab story came to circulate among the U.S. far right. <laughs> he, said it right. he said it right, Joe. Man, that's a lot of buzzwords in one headline. Yeah. And they're getting government money to do it. It's NPR. First story pops right up. And, of course, you can never leave PolitiFact out. Here's, again, the hapless Samantha Putterman, useful idiot of the day. Here she is in June. The Pentagon fires a Samantha. I mean, thank you, Samantha. Everyone needs a useful idiot. Jumped right into action. Samantha, rating is false that the Pentagon finally comes clean amidst there are 46 U.S. military-funded biolabs in Ukraine. <laughs> false. It's so weird how it's false. It's so, so crazy. We actually heard Victoria Nuland confirm it. It's kind of strange how it's false. This is hilarious, man. This is so great. Now, I helped expose this story with all of these folks I mentioned, along with exposing the Nord Stream story, because you're entitled to the truth. 
course, helped expose the collusion hoax early on, wrote books on it, the impeachment hoax. And although you've been way ahead of the game on this show, the balloon hoax, that this was some kind of rare incident, I became public enemy number one with the U.S. government. Folks, listen, this isn't some like uh, puff uh, King Kong moment for me, okay? It's true. The Ukrainian embassy was monitoring my social media traffic. That's a fact. You can look it up yourself. Just put in Judicial Watch, Dan Bongino, and you'll see it comes up right away. They were monitoring my social media traffic because I was exposing what people like Victoria Nuland and others were up to in Ukraine. Uh, also, I became a target of social media companies that I believe were working with the government to censor my traffic. Now, with a congressional hearing yesterday about exactly that, Twitter government malfeasance and the censoring of stories and the weaponizing of government through Twitter, a Twitter executive was asked specifically by a Republican representative, Blanchett, about me, why I was shadow banned by Twitter. And watch how she plays the euphemisms game. It wasn't shadow banned. It was the flex capacitation of the Igbawa. I want you to listen to this whole exchange because I had to be shut down from telling you about these two stories. Take a listen. Ms. Bongino, uh, ma'am, Mr. Bongino has more than 3.5 million Twitter followers. Is that correct, would you say? I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that okay, question. Okay, well, that is correct. Let's look at Mr. Kirk's account. Ms. Gaddy, can I get you to read the yellow labels on Mr. Kirk's account? Can you see those? I'm sorry, I can't see them from right here. All right. Do you know that Mr. Kirk uh, has almost 2 million followers? I, I was not aware of that. Okay. Let me ask you, what is a search blacklist? Uh, I do not know specifically what that is, but I could make a guess if, if that would be helpful. Why don't you make a guess for me, please? We do. Um, the, the, when I was at Twitter, there was an ability to prevent something from appearing in one of the tabs of search results. Okay. Thank you. What does do not amplify mean? Uh, to the best of my recollection, when I was at Twitter, it would mean that we would not recommend or amplify that content in the parts okay. of Twitter where Twitter was making recommendations. Thank you, ma'am. So they wouldn't amplify that content. You know, God forbid you saw my posts exposing these two stories, the Nord Stream Pipeline, the Biolabs. God forbid you saw that on Twitter and that people actually shared it. You can't have that because the Soviet communist symbiote of which Twitter, our FBI and others are a member, and they had to shut that down. They've been watching me for a long time. It's just a fact. Does it make you uncomfortable? Me? Nah. We've got through that whole cancer thing. Everything else is like, you know, seriously. Just a couple more from that Twitter hearing. Um, AOC was the designated moron of the day yesterday. Uh, she's apparently the last person on earth to find out that the Hunter Biden laptop signed for by Hunter Biden that Hunter Biden dropped off with a Biden family sticker on the laptop containing Hunter Biden's emails, texts, and videos, whose lawyer wants their email, their back admitting basically that it's their Hunter Biden laptop despite claiming otherwise. AOC hasn't found that out yet. Leftists love being lied to by idiots. The single dumbest person in Congress, AOC, who again is not convinced the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Well, she's convinced. She's just hoping you're not convinced and that you're dumber than she is. Here, take a listen. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. 
I mean, this is an embarrassment. It's a half fake story, as Guy pointed out. It's not a whole fake. It's just half fake. Which half she hasn't told us. She, she hasn't told us which half is fake. Is it the sex tapes? The crack? The emails? The texts? Which part? AOC. Can someone go up there? Kerry Pickett's a great reporter. Can you get her on record uh, on which half she sure is fake? We, I'd, I'd love to know because we'll talk about it on the show. Supposed to be a big women's rights activist too. She appreciate what's happening to the women on those videos, or is that the half fake part? I'm, I'm not sure. Here is another one. Here's the backup useful idiot of the day, a representative Stansberry, another moron, who says that the whole thing is guess what, fellas, a conspiracy theory. Of course, check this out. What are we doing here in this committee today? Why are we here? Why is this committee devoting? a day-long hearing to a political conspiracy theory that was planted in the media by Rudy Giuliani to support Donald Trump's re-election campaign. It's really funny because Rudy Giuliani was being monitored, their social media, by the Ukrainian embassy, too, along with me. So weird how it, like, all ties together, the symbiote. They just keep recycling the same stuff. Here's the best one of all. Twitter executive who apparently still thinks the standard for government intervention and free speech is if someone screams fire in a movie theater. <laughs> Watch her use the internet. What an idiot. Check this out. Every day we had to, to decide whether a particular piece of content equated to yelling fire in a crowded theater. My work at Twitter and subsequently at Twitch. That's really funny. Yeah, Twitter has to use the equivalent of a standard nobody uses, fire in a movie theater. No, no, Dan, that's the government standard. It is. Not if you listen to this show, it isn't, because we've told you this a thousand times. Here's an article by a left-winger in The Atlantic. It's time to stop using fire in a crowded theater. If they realize this was never binding law and the underlying case, the underlying case is not only one of the most odious free speech decisions in the court's history and was overturned 40 years ago, you'd probably stop using that stupid analogy. But you work at Twitter, so that explains pretty much most of it. That was a lot of show today for you, folks. A lot of show. You want to submit your questions for tomorrow's show? Please do it. We do an Ask Me Anything. Go to my Locals account. Download the Locals app. I'm at Bongino. There'll be a post that says questions for tomorrow's show. It'll also be on True Social. And please, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe and follow the podcast. It is absolutely free. Helps us stay on the top charts. You've been doing amazing work for us. We're number four again. I'd love being in that top 10. I'm not going to lie to you. It's due to you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, click follow. Apple and Spotify, click that subscribe and follow button. We deeply appreciate your help there. Thanks a lot. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.